0: Hi, and welcome to the second episode of Drona Stock Talk, exclusively on Radio Naira, Raleigh Durham, on 99.9 FM HD4, 101.9 FM, and 1490 AM. Last time, I talked about the various aspects of our market, and I hope I was able to give you a good overview of what the market is all about. As I mentioned last time, this episode will be centered around getting you familiar with all you need to know about fundamental analysis. Fundamental analysis is centered around looking at the economy as well as information specific to the company to determine a stock's intrinsic value, which is a number that you must compare to a stock's price to see if the stock is overvalued or undervalued. And obviously, it's better if the stock is undervalued because that means it's more likely to go over its current price. There are two main strategies that those who use fundamental analysis adhere to. One is the growth investor strategy, and the other is the value investment strategy. Growth investors usually set out and invest in companies with higher earnings and that are expected to be profitable in the near future. While value investors set out to invest in companies that aren't necessarily hot right now, but their fundamentals signal that they are undervalued currently, making them a good investment in the future that will lead to good returns. Not one strategy is necessarily better than the other. It truly depends what you are trying to get out of your portfolio and specifically what your um, time frame is looking to get your results. Now, let's move on to 10 of the actual indicators you can use in fundamental analysis of a company. The first one is what is known as a company's EPS, or earnings per share. By many analysts, this is considered to be the most useful indicator. The EPS is exactly what it sounds like. It's basically a company's net income, except per share. If an EPS grows, it means that an investor's shares are starting to increase in worth. The next term is what is called a P by E ratio. A P by E ratio stands for price to earnings ratio, and it basically compares a company's current stock price to its earnings per share. P by E ratios are used in what are what is called cross-sectional analysis, um, which is basically a, comparing two different stocks in the same sector. Investors want a low P by E ratio, because if the ratio is lower, that means that a company's price is low compared to their earnings, which is good for the investor. There are two types of P by E ratio, forward and trailing. As you can tell by the name... A forward PYE ratio uses a company's projected earnings in the next 12 months as the denominator, while a trailing PYE ratio uses a company's earnings from the last 12 months as the denominator. The next term is what is called projected earnings growth, or PEG. The PEG is rather simple, and it's basically what is used in a forward PYE ratio. It's basically the future one-year growth rate of the stock based on its historical growth rate. So it's basically analyzing the stock's past patterns and when those have occurred and kind of just applying that and tweaking it according to what will happen in the future. The fourth term is what is called free cash flow. This is basically all the cash that is left over after all expenses are paid. Free cash flow is incredibly important because not only does it show investors how good a company could handle itself in case of a disaster or some type of economic downturn, but free cash flow also acts as a signal for how much a company is going to give in dividends, which is basically a quarterly amount that a company pays to its shareholders per share it has, per share like the shareholder has. The fifth term is what is called the price to book ratio which looks at the stock's current price compared to that company's book value or its total assets minus total liabilities. It basically measures the market's valuation of that company, that stock sorry, to the company's book value. However, like the P by E ratio, in order to use the P by B ratio or price to book ratio, you must do cross-sectional analysis again and compare that company's P by v ratio to others in the same sector. The sixth indicator is what we call the ROE, or Return on Equity. This shows the investor the rate of return they have received compared to the amount of money they put in or how much they invested in the company. This is a good indicator for how the management in a company utilizes the money provided by investors and, therefore, is a symbol of the financial health of a company. The seventh indicator is what is called the DPR, or Dividend Payout Rate. This one is rather simple, and it is basically just a percentage that shows how much money is set aside for dividends, growth, or just cash reserves. The eighth indicator is what is called the price-to-sales ratio, which is a good indicator to find what is called the fair value of a stock, which in layman's terms is the potential price for a stock. The ninth one is a dividend yield ratio, which is how much a company pays in dividends relative to its share price. For people relying on dividends, this is a good indicator of return on dividends. For dividends, it basically shows investors how much they are getting back for the amount they have invested in the company. And the final indicator is what is called the debt-to-equity ratio. It compares how much money they have borrowed compared to the amount of money they have received from shareholders. It basically shows investors if the money they have provided would be enough to pay for any outstanding debt. This is also a good indicator for determining the financial health of a company. That is it for Fundamental Analysis, and I hope I was able to give you a good list of options for you to choose from in terms of the indicators you can use for funda- Fundamental Analysis. Thanks so much for listening to Dorna's Stock Talk, and tune in every Saturday at 2 p.m. to further your knowledge of our financial market. If you want to share this show or hear it again, it is available on RadioNaira.com. Thank you.